Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, we're back, and we stay on the defensive line with, uh, obviously, the uh, highly respected Leonard Williams joins us. Welcome. How are you? Good to I'm see good. You. How are you doing? All right. I was just talking to you about the USC quarterback, who is the Heisman uh, frontrunner this year, burst on the scene last year. Sam Donald's a pretty uh, heck of a player, huh? Yeah, I heard he's a pretty big hot commodity out there right now. <laughs> a USC quarterback, uh, you know, now is the Heisman favorite. It's been a while, you know yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's awesome for me to see, you know, because uh, you know, sanctions and stuff like that that I had to deal with while I was there. And yep. I watched them boys last year, and they won the Rose Bowl, so it's been good. All right. Uh, as I was just talking about when you were sitting here with Mo, the last year was a tough year. Uh, uh, you were one of the few guys that really shone last, shined last year. It was a tough year for the defense, tough year for the team. How has this year been different? Tell me what what the preparation has been like and what fans should be thinking about this year as they watch this team. I mean, to me, uh, you know, we don't really want to talk about last year, but at the same time, I think it's appropriate to bring it up in certain situations because for us, you know, you got to have those down years sometimes to have to have good years. You know, we we realize what we what wasn't working for us and. We're coming out this year with a lot more focus on things that we need to, to work on. And, you know, everybody's buying into the system. Everybody's being a team and, uh, you know, coming together. And I think that's the main thing that we need to do is because we have a, so much individual talent. But if we play together, you know, that's what's going to take us. How good can this defense you – know, got a lot of talent, a lot of big-name guys on this defensive line. I mean, big, you know, there's a lot of – you know, on paper, there's a lot of talent on this defensive line. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see that this year? Yes, sir. I mean, you can see it across the board, everywhere, all, all over the field. Um, you know, we have individual talent everywhere, like right. I said. But uh, that's one thing that I like a lot this year is that, you know, we're staying after, we're running together, where we're, we're um, you know, we have chemistry now, and, uh, you know, that's going to take us a long way. How much do, when you have kids jump into your into your unit, like the the kids in the secondary jump in who are, they're confident kids, they're confident players, they think they're good players, uh, you know, uh, it looks like they are good players. How much do they give a lift to the unit when you get young kids into that unit like that? Big lift, and uh, especially, like you said, with the confidence, coming in um, already, you know, having the confidence to learn the playbook quickly, be on the field and communicating with us and acting like a vet, you know, your very first year in here. And, uh, you know, it's even hard. It's better than what I did when I was a rookie. You know, I was scared to speak up and talk when I had 10-year vets ahead of me and stuff like that. But, you know, they're buying in the system fast and playing fast. Does Adams, you know, that's a, is there a fine line there? He has to walk where he's doing too much talking or too mu- acting too much like a leader when he's a rookie? Or is that respected when a guy can walk in and do that? 
Um, I think it's respected, but there's a little balance. You know, he he knows the balance. He's not um, overstepping his boundaries or anything like that. So he's, he's paying the respect that he should, but he's also showing you that he believes in himself. That I'm here, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, he's showing up. He's letting us know that he's uh, he's here on the field with us. But at the same time, you know, he's letting guys like Mo Claiborne and you know uh, order vets, you know, take take charge. Interesting, because you, you can tell that he's he's a, become a very vocal. He's a you know some guys are just vocal, right? Yeah, you can just yeah. tell. Some guys they they lead with their play. Some guys like to talk and and still, can, but you got to back it up when you play, right? Mm-hmm. And he seems like he can do that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, he does. He looks like so. Is what what's what's the personality of this defense going to be? What's how would you describe how this team's going to play defensively this year? Very aggressively. I would say fast and aggressive. Um, you know, it starts with us knowing our stuff. It starts with us out here on the practice field. It starts with us. You know, we did some uh, individual de- defensive stuff in the in the in the field house today when when no one else was around. It, it takes all those little things, and uh, once we are all on the same page and we know what we're doing, we know what the next guy to us is doing, then, you know, that's how you play fast. Does it bother you to hear, the, uh, see prognosticators say, oh, the Jets are going to win two games this year or the Jets are no good or this is going to finish last or stuff like that? As a professional, do you just say, hmm, I'll bide my time and won't say anything or does it, does it annoy you? I mean, we hear it, obviously, but I don't think it affects me. I don't think it affects our team because, you know, pr- most of these guys probably have heard that type of doubters our whole lives, you know, growing up. And uh, it's nothing has changed. You know, we're hearing doubters, and that's all it really is. And uh, we know what's here. We know what we have on the team. We know what we have on the field, and we're playing together. Does, you, does it affect you? To, the, the, so if a guy was saying Jets are going to win the division this year, they're going to win 12 games, would you drown it out the same way you drown out that you're going to win two games, or does it affect you more when you hear the negative? I mean, you have to drown it out. You have to drown out everything because no matter if they're saying we're going to win or lose, you know, they're not here in the building with us and they're not seeing what we're seeing and uh, they're not putting in the work or the or the time that we are, so they don't really know. Does this team, because of what it hears, does it have a little bit of a chip on its shoulder or no? I mean, what would you? how would you explain how the team's reacting to that stuff? I think the way that we're reacting is just being a family. Uh, we're coming together. We're buying in the system. We're trusting the process, and uh, everybody's communicating and being one. And that's what we need. Does the defense realize that it might have to carry some of the load early this year if the offense needs some time? We get a break in a quarterback or get things, uh, you know, with a lot of new faces and new people has to kind of maybe break itself in a little bit where the defense might have to carry the load early in the season here? Uh, I don't know. The way I've been answering that question is, uh, you know, I think everybody should have that load on their back. You know, you shouldn't go out there on that field without feeling like you, you're you carrying the load. You know, everybody should want to carry that load and go hard and go fast, you know. So I think everybody on the team. As a guy who was a big star in college, a high draft pick, and now has become a, a very good player at, at his position in the pros, What's the hardest transition from a guy in college who who has to make that transition? What's the hardest tra- what what's the hardest transition to the NFL? The hardest transition. I mean, is it physical? Is it mental? Is it day to day? What what what's the hardest thing to becoming a good NFL pro? I mean, I guess it depends on your position. Well, how uh, about from your standpoint? From my standpoint, definitely physical, more physical, more fast, and. Um, you know, that's pretty much it. Once you get used to that, you're good. Knowing the playbook, you know, that allows you to play Did you fast. know right away, Did a couple games in, did you realize, hey, I'm going to be fine here? Did you know right away you were going to be fine here? Did you know even before training camp ended? I mean, when did you know that you were going to be fine here as a player? Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I'm grateful for preseason for. It's because, uh, you know, my rookie year I had preseason and, you know, going against, You could tell right away? Yeah, I mean, you could tell, you know, how, how it feels. And, you know, I, I, I could tell that I was going to be all right. Uh, and all right you have been, <laughs> as a matter of fact. So, uh 
we should expect good things from the defense. All right, and uh, is this going to be a happy issue? You know, last year it was. I know you guys both said we don't want to talk about that last year, but we used last year as a reference point to this year. Last year was not the happiest of teams. At least it didn't appear to be from the outside. Uh, is this a, a together group? Has so far has it been a very together group? Yeah, like I was saying, it's a. I think it's appropriate to bring up last year in certain situations. You know, like I said, uh, it takes bad times to have good times, and. You know, us having a bad time, you know, we realize what we can capitalize on and what we need to grow from. And uh, this year we're definitely growing and coming together. So you're seeing that growth that you need to see? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Good luck to you. Thank you.